Good day everyone. This is Pastor Tom of New Life Santa Rosa. I would like to let you know that we are so blessed that you take some time to listen to the series of teaching of the Word of God. We pray that this will bless you and that this will make a difference in your life. We're still talking about healing. Now, although we believe that healing is not the greatest miracle, healing ay kumbaga secondary lamang because we believe that the greatest miracle is salvation. Pero mayroong layunin, mayroong dahilan kung bakit ang Diyos ay nagpapagaling. Nakakailan na ba? Ilan na ba natin napag-usapan ng dahilan kung bakit si Lord ay nagpapagaling? Number one, we said He heals because He is full of compassion. He is a compassionate God. And then number two, we said that He heals because it brings glory to, to the Father. It brings glory to God. And then number three, last yesterday, anong pinag-usapan natin? He heals because it's a fulfillment of His promises. Although alam natin na ang pangako ng Diyos ay natupad nung si Jesus ay mismong bumangon magmula sa mga patay. Kaya nga, whatever reason, anumang reason mayroon ka, you have to stay sick or you are going to die because of that sickness, yun ay dapat na tina, tinatapon, winawaksi. There might be a thousand reasons the world that will give you or even medical science will give you. But you only need one reason from God. Biblical, scriptural reason that you can believe in and I believe that would settle the issue. Tapos na yung argumento, tapos na yung debate. Dahil alam natin, ang salita ng Diyos ay kinoconsider natin as our final and highest authority. So no matter what other people would say, no matter what the expert would say, we would want to listen. In fact, not just no matter what the expert will say, no matter what, what other people might say, actually, no matter what your body is saying. Because your body may suggest, your body may tell you, you are sick and you are going to die. But you have to understand that you are, you've been given authority and power even over your physical body. And that's why we said that we have to glorify God in our body, the scripture tells us, because our body is no longer ours. Ang ibig sabihin sa ang katawan natin ay hindi na sa atin, ibig sabihin, ang ating katawan ay hindi na dapat na malayang gumawa sa kahit anong gusto ng katawan. Dahil alam natin, ang lahat ng gusto ng katawan ay palaging salungat at kontra sa gusto ng spirito. That's why Galatians tells us that they are constantly in conflict. They works contrary to each other. They would never agree. Your body will never, tell, will never agree with your spirit and that's why you always have to tell your body. You cannot tell your spirit because your spirit is supposed to be yun ang dapat na masusunod, but your spirit, since you, the real you is a spirit, you can, through your spirit, you can tell your body to align. No matter what the body will try to tell you, he has to follow because your spirit is much greater and powerful than your body. Okay, let's go to the fourth reason. 
pang-apat na dahilan kung bakit ang Diyos ay nagpapagaling, kung bakit kalooban ng Diyos ang magpagaling, at kung bakit ang Diyos, ang kagalingan ay para sa lahat. Because we know na bilang mga anak ng Diyos, ang healing belongs to us. It belongs to us as if it is our daily sustenance. Healing is a children's bread. Ang kagalingan ay almusal, merienda, tanghalian, hapunan, merienda, 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 merienda. Healing is the children's bread. It belongs to us. So, if it belongs to us, then no one, nothing should be able to rob it from us. Walang dapat nakapag-aagaw o nakapagnanakaw nito magmula sa atin. Well, if you are in unbelief, if you are in doubt, then that is when your healing can be robbed from you. Pag ikaw ay nagdududa at nag-aalinlangan, hinahayaan mong ang healing which is supposed to be yours already, just as much as your body belongs to God, so is so as healing. Kung gaano pagmamayari na ng Diyos ang ating mga katawan, ay ganun din ang pagmamayari natin sa ating kagalingan. So if it is yours, why struggle? Why, why go through some horrendous, horrible suffering when healing is already yours? And I know many people have been robbed from this. I've been robbed from the healing that should be theirs because of doubt and unbelief. Because they would rather want to listen to what the experts are saying or they would rather want to listen to what their body is saying. If we can command the devil, whom we believe ang nagdala, siyang nagdala ng sakit at karamdaman, I believe the same authority and power that we use ay pwede natin magamit to command our body. You see, every part of our, of our body should follow whatever we tell our body to do. So healing belongs to us. As children of God, as sons and daughters of God, it, it, is, it is already ours. It is not something that will be given to us. It is already, I mean, when we receive Jesus, kasama ito sa package. Although kahit kasama sa package, hindi pa natin na-unwrap ang bahagi ng package na ito. As a matter of fact, maraming ang hindi pa, na, hindi pa totally na-unwrap ang, ang nasa loob ng package na ito, ng gift na ito, ng kaligtasan, ang healing pa kaya. I mean, when you are not so sure of your salvation, you cannot become so sure of your healing. Kung hindi ka... 120% na nakakasiguro ng iyong kaligtasan na kahit kung ikaw ay mamatay ngayon, walang mawawala, kundi ito'y tagumpay para sa iyo, wala ka rin maaangking kasiguruhan na kagalingan. Kasi ang pundasyon ng lahat ay ang ating kasiguruhan na tayo ay ligtas na. Tayo ay tinubos na. Tayo ay pinatawad na. At binago na ng Diyos ang ating mga buhay. So if you cannot If you cannot be sure with your salvation, then you cannot be sure with your healing. Because healing should be part of your being saved. 
Hindi mo pwedeng hindi mo naman pwedeng ihiwalay, hindi mo pwedeng hiwalayin ang kagalingan sa kaligtasan. You see, the Lord will not just heal you just because He wanted to heal you. He healed you because that's part of the package. The, the, the redemptive work of Jesus Christ includes healing. But primarily, ang una dyan is that we might be saved from spiritual death. Kaya nga, kung titignan natin, in, 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 in many accounts in the Bible, we would, makikita natin that salvation always goes before. I mean, always goes with healing. Psalms 103 tells us, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not His benefit. What are these benefits that we have being in Christ, being saved? Well, it says, who forgives all your iniquities. We're forgiven, we're saved, we're cleansed. We became a brand new person. And not only that, but what comes with forgiveness, what comes with salvation is healing. Who heals us? How much of the, how much of the healing we are healed from? From whatever sickness and disease. We're healed from all sickness and disease. It does not matter what they try to come up with. Whatever names they might try to give a sickness or a disease. We are already healed from it. If salvation belongs to us, we should believe that healing belongs to us. And if you believe that healing belongs to you, then you don't have any right to be sick no more. Well, but Pastor Tom, hindi ko maiwasan magkasal. Well, but you don't have to stay sick. If you believe na hindi mo maiwasan na magkasakit, then you have to believe that you don't have to stay that way. Because healing already is yours already. I mean, if we would go to, kung pupunta tayo sa Mark chapter 2, yung healing ng crippled man that was brought by his friends. You see, ang unang sinabi ng Panginoon, your sins have been forgiven you. Yun ang unang sinabi ng Panginoon. Why? Because he's able to save. But to make people believe that he does not only have the power to forgive sins, he told, he told the crippled, arise, take up your bed, and go home. So, Magkasama. I cannot just believe for my salvation if I'm not willing to believe for my healing. If I'm going to believe, if I'm believing, or if I have believed for my salvation, therefore I also have to believe for my healing. And to consider healing as mine. Mark chapter 7, verse 27 and 28. Ito po'y isang account where Jesus found somebody who had a great faith much greater than what the Jew has. Verse 27 says, But Jesus said to her, Let the children be filled first. Let the, let the children eat first and be filled. For it is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. Now take note that Jesus, maaring he was not talking directly to the woman, but he was saying this so everybody is hearing. He said that God's priority are his children. I am God's priority. Now of course, if ever there's anybody who's not God's priority, hindi ko, hindi, 
hindi ko sila pwedeng maliitin at hindi ko sila pwedeng baliwalain dahil, I mean, ang pagmamahal ng Panginoon sa lahat ng tao ay pare-parehas naman. So, but then, if I already have become a child of God, then, hindi ko pwedeng isipin na mayroong ibang taong uunahin muna bago ako. Mayroong akong karapatan na maniwala na ako muna ang uunahin ni Lord bago ang iba. Now, kung ang iba ay may problema patungkol sa paniniwala kung diyan, problema nila yun. Dahil kung sila na namumroblema ng ganyan, kung sila ay anak ng Diyos, they also have to believe the same way I believe. I mean, if I'm believing because I'm a child of God, I believe, I believe that I, uh, I am God's priority. You as a child of God should also believe that you are God's priority. If you have a problem with me claiming to be God's priority, then that's your problem. And you probably don't believe you're a child of God. Because if you are, you should believe that you are God's priority. I mean, the Lord will be willing na kanyang lagpasan ang isang libong mga tao who, are, who maybe are sick the same way you are. Lalagpasan niya ito so that He can come to you and heal you. So that healing will, be, will come to your body. Not that pinag-pray-pray na lagpasan sila, but because they don't believe, but because they don't trust the same way you trust God, but because they don't recognize themselves to be who, they, who, who the Word, what the Word of God says they are, then ibabaypas sila ni Lord. Ako, ako, ay, ayokong ibaypas ako ni Lord. Di bali nang ibaypas si Lord ng kahit sino man, wag lang ako. Dahil ako'y anak ng Diyos. I'm a child of the King. If you know that you are a child of the King, then you are always number one with Him and for Him. Para sa Kanya, you're number one. And then somebody might say, but who, you, who do you think you are? Ang yabang mo. Well, I'm not bragging. I'm not, I'm not being prideful. I'm not being arrogant. I'm just standing on whatever God has given me. The rights, the privilege that God has given me. And now, if you believe you're a child of God, you sh- again, you should believe the same way I believe. Oh, but Pastor Tom, kayabangan yan. No, it's not. It's believing the truth. Ito'y pag-angkin sa kung sino ka, kung anong sinasabi ng Biblia, kung sino ka. And can you imagine if you would confess that, if you would declare that every single day of your life, I mean, you would never believe na ikaw ay pinabayaan ng Panginoon. You will never believe na mayroon, mayroon, mayroon pa kasing mas importante kaysa sa'yo. Papunta na sana si Lord sa'yo, pero mayroong mayroong nanawagan na mas importante kaysa sa'yo. So, inuna muna ni Lord. Well, hindi ako papayag. Hindi ako papayag. I mean, alam mo, maring hindi ko na kailangan niyan gawin. Dahil maniwala ako hindi, I am God's priority. Maring hindi ko na kailangan niyan gawin. Pero kung titingnan natin, maraming mga anak ng Diyos na hindi ginagawa yun, kung kaya't ang hindi anak ng Diyos ang siyang gumawa nito. You see, the, the statement that was made by ginawa ni Jesus was some kind of a rebuke to the woman that was desiring healing for her daughter. I mean, nang, nangangailangan ka ng tulong, nangangailangan ka ng kagalingan, pero nirebuke ka. At ti, hindi ka lamang nirebuke na hindi ikaw muna, sila muna. Maliban lamang sa sinabihan, I mean, sinabihan ka, hindi ikaw ang una, hindi, hindi kita priority. Sila muna, 
Dahil ang pagkain na kagalingan, the bread that was healing, are not for the dogs. Maliban lamang sa siya'y binaliwala, sabi, babalikan na lang kita pagkatapos tapos na ako dito, tinawag pa siyang aso. Now, alam natin na it, it, is, it was only man who made the dog to become man's best friend. But it is never God's best friend. Because in fact, Jesus had called non-believers as dogs. Particularly the Gentiles. Now, we used to be Gentiles. We were dogs. We were never God's priority. And that's why it is so sad when you become a child of God, but you don't know where you should stand. And that people will receive first before you. And actually, it is happening. I mean, thankfully, not, not much crusade are being done today. Because in crusades, I mean, it is ito'y pagpapakita na ang mga mananampalataya, ang mga anak ng Diyos, ay hindi nila tinatayuan, o malamang hindi nila alam kung saan sila dapat tumayo, at kung alam man nila kung saan sila tumayo, hindi sila natiling tumayo doon. Kung kaya't ang lugar na yun ay kinukuha ng mga unbelievers. And that's why Jesus said, I have not seen such great faith, no, not in Israel. Can you imagine the Lord will be healing people on the streets? But no one finds healing walang gumagaling sa loob ng church. I, I, I refuse that. I refuse na ito yung mangyari. But really, maaring ako'y nagre-refuse, but if I am not the one who is sick naman, walang magagawa yung pag-refuse ko. And so I have to go out and look for the dogs. I have to begin to look for the dogs because even the dogs are expecting that just by the crumbs, if the crumbs can bring healing to somebody who is sick and not a believer, how much more the bread itself? Kung ang mumulaang ay makapagpapagaling sa taong tinawag na aso or sa taong hindi naging priority ng Panginoon, ay nakakaangkin ng kagalingan sa pamagitan ng nahulog lamang at hindi yung pagkain na nagmumula sa lamesa mismo. I mean, the table is prepared for all of us. It's not for the non-believers. It's not for the ungodly. It's not for the sinful. It's not for the wicked. It's not for the worldly. It's for every child of God, every sons and daughters of God. But the, the question is, are you partaking of this bread or do you really believe that healing is already yours? Well, but Pastor Tom, my sickness kasi is serious than theirs. Okay, there you go again. <laughs> you said that your body belongs to God and it's not yours. Why are you claiming sickness to be yours? If you believe, kung naniniwala ka na ang katawan mo, hindi mo na pagmamayari, anumang nararamdaman mo, anumang sakit mayroon ka sa katawan mo, ay hindi mo dapat angkinin because ang katawan mo hindi mo na. As a matter of fact, when you, became, when you become sick or you feel sick, I mean, you have to go to God. Lord, you said in your word, this body of mine is yours already. You have bought this body with a price. And so it's your responsibility to make this body healed. 
and be made whole. Or healing to be made manifest. Other than, oh, my sickness is one of a kind. And I believe my doctor said that this kind of sickness is very rare. This is a sickness that is one in a million. Like, like yung sakit ng Kawasaki. I mean, it's, it's very rare, one in a million. I mean, nothing is, common, nothing is uncommon. Nothing is rare in the sight of the Lord. He knows everything from the beginning until the end. And therefore, He doesn't care if they call it rare. He doesn't care if, if they call it uncommon. In the sight of the Lord, they are very common and that He already had provided healing for the, His children. Instead of claiming sickness, why don't you claim healing? Instead of sabi, sinasabi natin, sakit kong ito, bakit ang kinin mong kagalingan mong ito? Kasi, kasi itong sakit, sa, sakit ng puso ko, itong sakit sa puso ko, itong sakit sa, I mean, we are claiming ownership with the sickness and the disease which we know never came from God, you don't take ownership with anything that was not freely given to you by God. Huwag mong angkinin ang isang bagay na sa iyo kung ito'y hindi mo, hindi naman libreng ipinagkaloob o ibinigay ng Panginoon sa iyo. Ang sakit na ito'y papatay sa akin. Of course, gagamitin pa natin yung ating mga ninuno na matay sila ng ganitong sakit, mamamatay din ako ng ganong klaseng sakit. Well, doon dapat ay maputol ang tinatawag na generation, generational curse. I mean, it should not matter to you how, kung papano nangamatay ang yung mga ninuno. If all of them died from the same sickness and disease, you have all the reason not to die the same way they died. Amen. But, Jesus, ang tawag ni Jesus sa healing is children's bread. That means, if God does not want us to go hungry, that is because everything, that has, been, everything has been provided for on that table. But ang lamisa ay pwedeng punong-puno ng mga pagkain. Pero kung ikaw mismo ay hindi lalapit doon, mananatili kang gutom. Mananatili kang may sakit. Mananatili kang naghihirap. Mananatili kang naghihikaos. But it's not God's problem. Hindi ito problema ng Diyos. At hindi ito problema ng Diablo. Dahil kung ikaw mismo ay ayaw lumapit. Pero ang babaeng ito na mayroong matinding pananampalataya, inamin man niya na wala siyang karapatan na kumuha ng pagkain sa ibabaw ng lamisa. Kung kaya't nag-antay siya, malamang siya ay nag-pre-pray na sa bawat sino man na kumukuha ng pagkain sa ibabaw ng lamisa ay mayroong mumu na mauhulog. Upang sa pamagitan ng mumu na yun na mauhulog galing sa lamisa, ang kagalingan ay matanggap at maangkin ng kanyang anak na babae. 
I mean, hindi naman komplikado. Faith is not that complicated. Ganun kasimple lang. And that's why we cannot just believe God for our own personal healing. We also can believe God for other people's healing. Now, of course, that's not, that should not always be the case because, katulad ng napag-usapan natin, we cannot live a life on borrowed faith. Walang kristyano na mamumuhay sa tagumpay dahil lamang sila'y palaging sumasama sa taong mananagumpay or binibitbit ng taong mananagumpay. Ang tao na mananagumpay ay mayroong sariling mga paa, mayroong sariling pananampalataya, mayroong sariling paniniwala at pananalig sa Diyos. Hindi nila kailangan ng padrino yung hindi kayang maniwala na maaring matulungan, mabigyan ng pagkakataon. Pero hindi pwedeng sila'y umaasa na ang tulong nila ay palaging nanggagaling sa ibang tao. Because Kung sa pamagitan ng pagtulong sa kanila, sila'y naging anak ng Diyos. Kailangan silang maturuan na ito ang kalooban ng Diyos para sa iyo. Kagalingan ay kalooban ng Diyos para sa iyo. Sakit at karamdaman ay hindi kailanman kalooban ng Panginoon para sa iyo. So hanggat hindi natin ma-realize, that healing is already ours, it belongs to us already, then many Syrophoenician women ang makatatanggap ng mga milagro. Because you cannot stop God from healing the sick. You see, if God find kung ang Diyos ay makahanap ng isang lugar na punong-puno ng pag-alinlangan at pagdududa, and that's why He could not do many mighty works katulad ng nangyari kay Jesus, he could not do that many mighty works in Capernaum because of their unbelief, because of their doubt. But it, does not, it did not stop him from, from bringing healing and miracles in some places. Can you imagine? The Lord could not perform a miracle here because of unbelief, doubt and unbelief that he has to go somewhere else. And I know God will be able to find a place. I know God will be able to find a place where there is faith. Ang pananampalataya ay super. Maaring ito'y hindi. They may not be believers. Like for example, nung mangyari yung, yung charismatic revival. Nung mangyari kasi yung charismatic revival, previously, previous sa charismatic revival, yung mga Pentecostals believe that yung speaking in tongues are only for them. Yung Acts, yung Acts 2 at saka yung nangyari sa Azusa State Revival. So ang kanilang ginawa is parang binakuran nila ang kanilang denomination, ang kanilang organization, saying that this is only ours. Yes, they were claiming that it was only theirs, 
but they were not actually practicing it. So, I mean, God left that group and started looking for a group who are hungry and thirsty. And God found the Catholics. Nakahanap ang Diyos ng mga Katoliko. Basically, if they are still in it right now, they, they did not stay, hindi sila natiling Romano. Kasi ang problema naman ang nasa pagiging RC, not just the Catholic itself. Pagiging Roman Catholic. Because the word Catholic means universal. I mean, the body of Christ is universal. So, when God started moving, then the Pentecostals who are no longer practicing tongues and no longer believing signs, wonders, and miracles, they complained. And they said, it's the devil, it's the devil, it's the devil. Well, that was the same thing that other people did before they received the Holy Spirit. And after they received the Holy Spirit, when they started speaking tongues, that was other people said. It was, I mean, speaking tongues is of the devil, it's of the devil. But because it is of God, hindi na hinto. Magpahanggang ngayon, tuloy-tuloy pa rin. The same is true with healing because healing is a move of God. I mean, healing is a divine, supernatural act of God. At kung titingnan natin, almost in every revival, whether charismatic revival, whether, I mean, latter rain revival, Azusa Street revival, Pensacola revival, uh, Toronto revival, Argentinian revival, halos lahat ng revival ay palaging sinasamahan ng healing. Hindi ka makahanap ng revival na walang healing. Even in fact, sa revival na dala ni Brother Hagen, which was, ang dala ni Brother Hagen na revival is, ang instruction ng Panginoon sa kanya, you teach my people faith. So basically, he had to concentrate on teaching the word, teaching the word, teaching the word. Teaching the word. That's why during that revival when he was still alive, during that revival, he would schedule for a five days revival, five days meeting that would last at, until 16 weeks. Six months. 16 weeks. I mean, ang schedule na limang isang linggo lang, limang araw lang from Monday to Friday ay tumatagal hanggang anim na buwan. Why? Sino sa atin ang makatatagal ng magturo? I mean, he is teaching morning and evening. I mean, dire-diretso. At kung makikita mo yung mga, yung mga video na nilagay nila sa YouTube ngayon, kung gaano kahahaba yung mga teaching, mga teaching ni Brother Hagen. Pero kung titingnan mo, Kung bakit tumatagal ng ganun? It was not just merely teaching. People were being healed. People were being healed from incurable diseases. I mean, sometimes he doesn't have to lay hands on people. He just have to keep teaching and teaching and people can receive their healing in their seats habang sila'y nakaupo. Kasi once... 
magkaroon ka ng kapahayagan ng kagalingan. You just don't have to listen to this sa isang tainga and then palalabasin natin sa kabilang tainga. These are precious gems that we need to keep in our heart. Ito yung mga mamahaling bato na hindi mo basta-basta, lalong-lalo na sa ating panahon ngayon. Lalong-lalo na sa ating panahon ngayon na ang church ay nag-aaway-away. I mean, ang church nag-aaway-away. Kung magpapabaksin o hindi magpapabaksin. Asaan mo ilalagay ang Panginoon? Nag-aaway kayo. Itong nagpabaksin, nagsasabi na ikaw na hindi na nagpabaksin, ikaw ang dahilan ng ikaw ang super spreader. At ikaw naman na nagpabaksin, naniniwala ka na ang nagpabaksin two years later ay magiging sumbi. I mean, where do you put God? Saan mo ilalagay ang Diyos? Because I don't think well, God will side on the vaccinated and I don't think that God will side on the unvaccinated. I believe God will side on those who are siding Him. Papanigan lamang ng Panginoon ang mga papanig sa Kanya. Kaya nga Joshua, kailangan niyang magkaroon ng encounter sa the army, the captain of the Lord's, the Lord of hosts, asking Him, I mean of course, Joshua asked Him when it was the army, the captain who was supposed to ask Him. Ang tanong ni Joshua sa kanya, are you for us or against us? No, Joshua doesn't have to ask the captain of the Lord's the Lord of hosts because he came to find out if Joshua was on his side. Because God will always be on the side of anybody who is on his side. Hayaan na natin mag-away-away yung Department of Health at saka <laughs> ibang department. But the church, I mean, we have to focus. And I know this is a distraction. So that yung healing ng Panginoon ay mabawasan or lesser yung manifestation. We should never allow that. Hindi tayo pwedeng pumayag. Oh, but Pastor Tom, you are playing it safe. No, I'm not playing it safe. The church needs to become united. When I say church, I mean the church, not just not the fake church. Not the e-church. But the church that has been purchased by the blood of the Lamb. The church that has been taken out of the kingdom of darkness and was brought into the kingdom of light. I'm not talking about the church who claimed to be in the kingdom of light and yet living in the kingdom of darkness. I'm not talking about the church that is compromising. I'm talking about the church that the Bible is expecting to be around a glorified church. 
And so, if, if we believe that healing belongs to us, then it's yours. Sino pang makikipagdebate sa'yo? And that's why this is something that must be settled in our heart. Now, no matter, I mean, you, laboratory tests might have been given to you, handed to you, which, of course, you cannot understand a thing because everything is in medical terms. And so the doctor will have to tell you. You only have this week to live. And even if you're going to live longer, gulay ka. Now, kung ikaw ang mananampalataya, ikaw anak ng Diyos na naniniwala, healing belongs to you. I mean, I think what you can do, what the best thing you can do in front of the doctor is tell the doctor, look, look, look. Punitin ko kung anong sinasabi. Now, obviously, you may not have to do that just because you have faith, but even if you do that, what you, what you mean to say is, I don't believe your report. I only believe the report of the Lord. Ipasotom, what if magkatotoo yung sinabi ng doktor na you only have? Listen to me. You probably have heard this from many people. I've heard this a lot, lot of time, lots of times. That the doctor will say you only have three months to live and they will live until three years. The doctor will say that you only have six months to live, but they live longer. There might be some, the doctor said you will have six months to live and they die before six months. But many of them, I mean hula hula. Bakit mo kailangan maghula, bakit mo kailangan hulaan ang iyong pagkamatay, ang iyong paggaling, samantalang malinaw na sinasabi ng salita ng Panginoon, ang kagalingan ay sa iyo. But Pastor Tom, everybody is going to die. But you don't have to die because of sickness. You don't have to die because of disease. You should only die because you wanted to go home. And you are not actually leaving home. You are going home. You see, when, when a brother or a sister, when a child of God dies, he's not leaving home. He's going home. Meron kong binanggit na nakaligtaan kong sabihin last Tuesday, binanggit ko sa mga staff. Sabi, there is no sickness and disease in the world that cannot be reversed. Walang sakit, walang karamdaman na hindi marireverse. And if there is any reason why a sickness and disease is not reversed, it's because you have rehearsed. Ano ang nire-rehearse mo? You are rehearsing what the doctor had said. You are rehearsing what your body said. Mamamatay na ako. Maiksi na lang ang mga oras ko mga araw ko. You are rehearsing na. So, if you are rehearsing, if you are now preparing for your death, then there's no use that the sickness and disease will be reversed. 
Eh kasi ginawa ko yun, Pastor Tom, na mag-rehearse kasi para, para naman yung may iwan ko ay maging handa sila. Para hindi masyadong mabigat sa kanila ang aking pag-alis. Well, kahit anong gawin mo, malulungkot talagang aalisan mo at iwanan. But, kung ang pinaghahandaan mo ay ang salubungin ng Painon din, ang mga taong iwanan mo dapat ay hindi malungkot. Now, kung yun ang nire-rehearse mo, you are preparing to meet your God, then that's what you're supposed to do because we will, we will, we will all meet our God. But to believe that you are going to die because of sickness and disease, I believe binabaliwala natin ang sakripisyo pinagdaanan ng ating Panginoon. Ayokong gawin yun dahil ito'y magmumukhang iniinsulto ko siya. Sino ako para insultuhin ang Diyos? Sino ako para sabihin sa Panginoon, walang epekto yung ginawa ng anak mo doon sa krus ng Kalbaryo sa akin? I mean, ito'y sampal. All I have to do is believe whatever God is saying. All I have to do is trust whatever the Word of God. And I know that God will never fail me. He will never fail me. If I fully trust Him, if I have faith in Him, I mean, Jesus said, when the disciples was surprised, kung ano ang ginawa ni Jesus patungkol sa fig tree that died in less than 24 hours. Mark chapter 11. Now in the morning as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. Now that is how much, uh, that, that is how much our tongue kung gaano ka makapangyarihan ang ating dila. We're not just saying that ganun kakapangyarihan ang dila ni Jesus. The Bible says our tongue has power. Death and life are in the power of our tongue. But of course, we cannot use our tongue. When, when, when you hear somebody said you're sick, you cannot use your tongue to believe and say, yes, I am sick. We can only use our tongue to agree with what God had said. That's why confession is necessary. Because confession is not only asking God to forgive you, but confession means you are agreeing what God had said. Confession is not always done by forgive me, forgive me, Lord, I apologize, I apologize. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, confession means you are saying what God has said. And what Jesus is trying to teach his disciples in this account, because they were surprised. Sila'y nagulat na ganun kabilis ang pagkamatay ng fig tree. And they know that it died from the roots. 
You see, cancer has to die from its roots. Whatever incurable disease, it has to die from its roots. You don't want to deal with just that is on the surface. You have to deal even with something that is hidden. You have to deal with something that is not obvious. You have to deal with something that is not seen. And this is how Jesus had dealt with something that's supposed to be dead. And he cursed it from its roots. And after he cursed it from its roots, it, it dried from, from the roots. And Peter remembers saying to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree which you cursed has withered away. Peter knew that it was through the power of Jesus' words that the fig tree had died. And so what did Jesus answer? Anong, anong sagot? Anong tugon ni Jesus? So Jesus answered and said to them, You see, it was only Peter who took notice of what had taken place after he had reserved, he had, he had heard Jesus cursing the fig tree. But when Jesus answered, he answered them. He was not just answering kung ano ang gustong malaman ni Peter. So Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God. Although alam natin na ang, ang original translation dito does not necessarily mean have faith in God because dito sa Pilipinas, almost everybody has faith in God. So that's why that's not really what, literally that's not what it means to have faith in God. What literally what it means is for us to have the God kind of faith. What is the God kind of faith? You say whatever you want. You do not say whatever you do not want. Kung hindi mo gusto yung sakit, then wag yung ang palaging ikwento mo kahit kanino ang tatanong sa'yo. If you don't like being sick, then begin to confess, begin to decree, begin to declare that you are healed. And the reason why you can do that is because healing is already yours. Healing belongs to you. Healing is your bread and you are partaking of it every single day of your life. You eat it as your snacks. You eat it as your meals. You eat it, I mean, every single time you feel hungry. Have faith in God. Now, if we would take it literally, we could say it, have faith in somebody else's faith. But the faith should be coming from God. And not only that the faith should be coming from God, but the faith should be the same as the kind of faith that God has. So really, faith always works. Faith will never disappoint. Faith will never fail. If there is a time that faith will fail, it is after you have received what you are believing God for. Because you don't need faith. When you already have, when, when you know that healing is yours, you already have to believe. And when you see the manifestation of it, then you don't have to believe for healing anymore. It's yours already. 
Have faith in God. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever say, says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea. A sickness and disease could be one of the mountains that needs to be removed. But it's not going to be removed if you keep talking about it. And every time we talk about our sickness, our disease, our, our pain, our struggle, we are, we are rehearsing. And so if we are rehearsing, then we, it cannot be reversed. You will not be healed. For assuredly I say to you, whoever, are you a whoever? Whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done. He will have whatever he says. So don't tell me you are believing that healing is yours when every time somebody would ask you, you would always say, oh, this is killing me. I'm going to die. Because Jesus never tells us the God kind of faith. The God kind of faith would never say, I'm going to die. The God kind of faith, no matter how obvious death is before you, you will still say life. You will stay, declare. You will still speak out. You will still shout and holler, life! Oh, but Pastor Tom, if I do that, I would sound like I'm a fool. Lalabas na ako'y baliw si Raulo. Well, di bali nang ako'y magmumukhang baliw, I would sound baliw sa pandinig ng mga tao, sa paninig ng ibang tao, pero ayoko maging baliw sa harap ng Panginoon. So I have to take a stand on what the Word of God tells me I already have. If a sickness and disease ay pwedeng ihambing natin na bundok ng ating buhay, then all you have to do is say to the mountain. Say to the mountain, not say about the mountain. Say to the mountain, be the removed and be cast into the sea. I mean, of course, nobody would like being sick. And if you don't like being sick, stop talking about being sick. Start talking about being healthy. Start talking about being healed. Oh, Pastor Tom, that is hyper faith. If I do that, Pastor Tom, I may be lying. No, you are not. You're not lying. You are standing on the truth. Because the Word of God says healing belongs to you. It is yours. Partake of it. Partake of it in the morning. Partake of it during merienda. Partake of it lunchtime. Partake of it during merienda. Partake of it. I mean, partake of it all the time. The healing may not manifest overnight. The healing may not ma manifest after 
a day after a week after a month. But I can guarantee you, if you keep partaking of the bread, if you keep believing that healing is yours, it will manifest. God is not going to withhold the manifestations of whatever He said He already has given us. The devil may try to hinder it. And that's why even Daniel had to pray for 21 days straight. He had to pray for 21 days. Not because the Lord did not answer his prayer the first day, the second day, or the 20th day, but because there was an enemy that was trying to withhold, there was an enemy that was trying to hinder the answer, the manifestation. And because he didn't quit on the 29th day, the manifestation to his prayers came. And the angel of the Lord has to tell him, the very first day you prayed, you, you already have been answered. That's why you don't have to doubt. Hindi mo kailangan pagdudahan at tanungin, dininig kaya ni Lord ang aking panalangin. If you're going to doubt, you doubt your doubt. Because minsan, very clever kasi ang jablo. I mean, after you have prayed, at wala kang nakitang pagbabago sa nararamdaman or pagbabago sa mga resulta, the devil may tell you, baka hindi naman talaga dininig ka ni Lord. And then, uudyukan ka pa ng jablo, pray some more. Now, you would think, wow, pray some more. The devil would tell me to pray some more. I, I think the devil would try to, to stop me from praying. But this time, he's telling me pray some more. And the reason why the devil can tell you to pray some more is because if you have doubt in the first prayer you've made, you will, you will doubt in the second one. And so, you would say, I've been praying, I've been praying. Well, you were praying, but you were not believing. That's why I don't necessarily believe that the power is in prayer. The power is in the believing when you pray. I mean, you can pray all you want, but if you are not believing, as a matter of fact, you are not praying if you are not believing, you should not call it prayer when you are not believing. Because you can only pray when you are believing. But ang theology ay pwedeng matwist. Ang theology ay pwedeng, ang doktrina ay pwedeng mabali. I mean, Healing is something that you can only pray once and never pray the same prayer again. You know why? Because the prayer of faith, James chapter 5, the prayer of faith will not just heal the sick, but the prayer of faith will actually save Let's go to James, chapter 5. Kailangan mo lamang ng healing, but then you got saved. Dahil alam natin ang salvation is a compound word. Verse 13, 
Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. I mean, the sad thing with the word today, when someone is suffering, they would, they would want others to pray for them. No, the word of God says, if you are suffering, you pray. Don't let somebody else pray for you when you're suffering. You pray. You who are suffering, you pray. Oh, no, 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 Pastor Tom, I don't have time to pray. That's the problem. Your lack of prayer may be the reason why you're suffering. But the Word of God says, if anyone among you suffering, let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing psalms. Mayroon bang masaya sa inyo? You don't let other people to rejoice with you when you're happy. You're happy, you're happy yourself. And so why should you trust? Why should you believe that others, other people's prayer will relieve you from suffering? I mean, it is your, the Bible says you're the one that should do it. Is anyone among you sick? This time, then you can call for somebody else. It doesn't say, if you are sick, then you pray for yourself. It says, is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church. And let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And look at this. And the prayer of faith will save the sick. Not just heal the sick, but save the sick. Just like the woman with the issue of blood. She was not just healed. She was saved. She was made whole. Everything that she had lost because of sickness and disease was restored back to her. I believe all the money that she had spent para sa doctor, para sa medicina, I believe everything that she had lost was restored back to her. And that's why the Word of God says the prayer of faith. But prayer should be done in faith. The prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise him up. You don't have to stay lame. You don't have to stay crippled. You, God will raise you up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Wow. Prayer of faith. Now, of course, you cannot pray the prayer of faith if you do not know the will of God. If you do not know that healing is yours. If you do not know that healing belongs to you. You can always pray, well, sana ako'y gumaling. But that's not prayer of faith. That's not prayer of certainty. That's not prayer with assurance. That's prayer doubting, wavering. But after you have known that it is the will of God for you to be healed, you can pray the prayer of faith or you can ask somebody to pray for the prayer of faith and the word of God says, the sick shall be saved. Amen? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. La barabubri bekeridi la babla babra sa kotorodori bekeridi la mama sukorobon. Lura baba brududu kotorodu la babla bakakarabubri bekerabubri bekeradala bakorobon. Lebo blubri bekerabubri bekeradu la babla katorodu shekerabon. 
Lore bekarabole bekaradole bakarabole bekarabomble bekarabon lama se keride la broda kalabam la babla baba korobonde laba sakarabo Lord ako inaniniwala na nandito na po kami sa panahon kung saan ang pagpapagaling sa mga may sakit at karamdaman ay mangyayari na parang popcorn parang kabuti Now, there is no way that the devil shall be able to stop it. There is no way that the expert will be able to stop it. And so we just have to believe, no matter what kind of sickness and disease, we are believing na isa sa mga mountains that people are dealing with at the moment is sickness and disease, virus, respiratory conditions. And we believe, Lord God, na ang lahat ng ito ay binayaran nyo na para ang sino mang nananampalataya ay makaangkin ng kagalingan. Sa anumang paraan na kahit hindi namin kayang maipaliwanag kung papano nangyari, papano dumating, hindi na po namin trabaho na alamin kung papano kami gagaling. Ang dapat lamang namin gawin ay magtiwala sa iyo, sumampalataya sa iyo, manalig sa iyo na kalooban mo na kami gumaling. Ibig sabihin, naniniwala kami na ang kagalingan ay amin na angkin na namin. It belongs to us. We are not striving to be healed. We are believing that we already are healed. And if we can believe that way for us, we thank the Lord that we can also believe the same way for others. Although they, need, they don't need to live in borrowed faith, hindi sila pwedeng mamuhay na patuloy na hiniram na pananampalataya ang kalang ginagamit. But we believe, Lord God, that right after they are healed, Because we believe they too will start and will begin to believe anything for themselves. Because the promise is not only unto us. The Gentile, the Syrophoenician woman who was a Gentile, if she has the right, kung ginamit niya ang kanyang pagtitiwala, even if she doesn't have a covenant relationship with God, But because he knew that God is good, he knew that God is a healer, he knew that God is a physician, kinuha niya ang kanyang sarili. Tumayo sa harapan ni Jesus in behalf of her daughter. At ito naman din, pagkatapos na siya'y nireject, pagkatapos na siya'y binaliwala, pagkatapos na siya'y tinawag na aso, ito'y binali, ito naman ay hindi binaliwala ng Panginoon kung kaya't sinabi niya at pinapurihan siya na siya'y mayroong dakilang pananampalataya na hindi niya mahanap kahit sa bansang Israel. Lord, we believe na many people are in critical condition. Not just that they are in severe situation, but they are in critical condition. But no matter how critical they might be in the name of Jesus, you are able, Lord God, you are able, you are able. Not, not only that you are able, not only that you can do all things, you are willing to bring healing to every sick person. Especially the people who are related to us, our friends, our loved ones, mga mahal namin sa buhay, mga kaibigan namin. 
Mga kakilala namin, Lord, anybody na mayroon kaming ugnayan, in the name of Jesus, dala-dala po namin ang, ang suffering that they are going through right now. And we cannot take it anymore. And so we release our faith to believe for their miraculous healing in their physical body right now. In the name of Jesus, we speak, we declare, we decree, and we command their lungs function normally. Their kidneys function normally. Their liver function normally. Their heart Every organ of their phys in their physical body, light up now with the word of God in the name of Jesus. Rela boroso toro boble mekere de la makara bola bakariande de kerabon. Lora bababro de kokoro bobri bikerabon de kerabo korobo de korobon de kerabon. Lore bekere de la mora babra bababa bobre kerabon de bekeradon. Le borobosa kataya mombre bekerabon le bekerabon de. Lora bababroso toro kotoro bomble bekerabon de kerabon de. Nothing is in incurable, nothing is impossible with you, God. Oh, Rabbi Kerabon, yes, the mountains will be removed. The mountains will be removed. Oh, the mountains will be removed before us in Jesus' name. Oh, it will, it will be removed out of our way in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, Rabbi Kerabon, 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 Oh, healing is ours. Healing is ours. Healing is our bread. Healing is our bread. Healing is ours. It belongs to us. It belongs to us. Oh, sickness does not belong to us. Oh, pain does not belong to us. It's not ours. Oh, it has been born by Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary. Oh, He took it upon Himself. We do not have any right to take it upon our bodies. In Jesus' name, we denounce it. We denounce every sickness and disease. Oh, we denounce it in Jesus. We refuse. Oh, we deny the sickness and disease to have its way into our physical body. And if our body is afflicted already, we command it to live in Jesus' name. We, and we command it to die from its roots. Cancer, you die from its roots. Incurable disease, die from its roots. You are not going to stay in our bodies. Hindi ka mananatili sa aming mga katawan. Ang aming mga katawan ay pagmamayari ng Panginoon. At luluwalhatiin namin ang Diyos sa pamagitan ng aming mga katawan. And so we refuse that you, we refuse your entrance into our bodies and we refuse that you would stay in our body. And so right now, once and for all, we command you to leave. Sickness. Now, if you know any other name, you can name, you can name whatever sickness and tell them, leave and go. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. It's manifesting now. Thank you, Lord. It's manifesting now. 
Thank you, Lord, it's manifesting now. Just as in every revival, you bring healing to the sick. You bring healing to those who have incurable ailment. It will be the same thing with us. And in fact, it would be greater. Today will be greater than what you have done before. Thank you, Lord God, for manifestations. Manifestations of healing. Manifestations of healing. That the sick who have been healed will know that it was not the vaccine or it was not, not being vaccinated had brought healing into their body. It was the power of God. It was not the vaccine that made them safe. It was not the face mask that made them safe. It was not the face shield. It was not the social distancing that made them safe. It was the presence of God. It was the power of the Lord that made us safe going out and coming in. That made us safe wherever we go and whatever we do. Oh, glorify, Lord. We glorify, Lord. We glorify you, Lord. We glorify you, Lord. We glorify you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for listening to our podcast. To stay connected, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or even at our website, newlifesantarosa.com. This is Pastor Tom Molina. Join us again next time. We love you. Bye-bye.